PCI and tokenization. Last fall, the PCI Security Standards Council said it was taking a hard look at tokenization, evaluating how merchants and others should view it under the purview of PCI. Today, the council has issued new guidance specific to tokenization and its connection to the PCI data security standard. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. Today, we hear from Bob Russo, General Manager of the PCI Security Standards Council, who shares his thoughts about tokenization and the role it plays in the payments chain. Bob, the council has talked about tokenization for some time now. Today's new guidance highlights how tokenization can impact card security as well as affect compliance with the PCI data security standard. Can you give us some background about the guidance as it relates to card security specifically? Sure, Tracy. Thanks. First of all, thanks for having me. Uh, So, you know, as part of our ongoing commitment to put out guidance on uh, whatever might be an advancement, uh, in the payments area, the council has been working uh, with members of the PCI community, specifically our uh, special interest groups, and specifically on tokenization on our scoping special interest group, to put together this guidance on uh, basically the use of tokenization as it relates to the payment environment. And it, it's primarily focused on uh, helping the merchant community decide, you know, what they need to to do when they're considering a tokenization uh, acquisition and then, you know, some implementation decisions that they may want to make as well. So just to clarify for your your listeners uh, once again, this is supplemental guidance. These are guidelines to use for tokenization and they do not replace or supersede any PCI DSS requirements. So you're still required uh, to comply with PCI DSS. So instead, these guidelines basically aid these merchants in, in understanding how this different technology can help remove um, some of the um, uh, some of the cardholder data environment for them in terms of what they need to do in order to become compliant and uh, a very, very good starting document for them. And for the purpose of these new guidelines, Bob, can you tell us how the PCI Council defines tokenization? Sure. Tokenization technology is generally thought of as replacing a primary account number or the PAN with a value basically called a token. Uh, You know, when it comes to PCI DSS, this involves basically substituting sensitive PAN values with non-sensitive token values. Um, and and this can reduce or remove the need for the merchant to retain the PAN uh, in their environment, you know, once the initial transaction has been processed. Now, the PCI Council views tokenization as being an emerging technology, yet tokens, Bob, have been around for decades. In fact, some argue the technology is relatively dated. How does the Council view tokens and the role they play in card security today? Well, you're absolutely right, Tracy. Tokenization, you know, is a technology that's been around in one form or another for quite some time. And really, it's not an emerging technology, but as with many of these technologies, it's really still evolving. Uh, You know, we see just the sheer number and variety of token solutions that are out there on the market right now for merchants to choose from. And this guidance pretty much helps them in that process. So, you know, what we're doing with this paper is officially acknowledging for the first time the potential of the use of tokenization to reduce the scope of what the cardholder data environment is and therefore you know reduce the uh, uh, the uh, if I can call it pain that someone has to go through 
to get PCI compliant uh, as emerging. So, you know, so in general, what we're saying is that tokenization can provide a model uh, to uh, centralize the cardholder data storage and, and basically minimize the number of cardholder data occurrences that we see in a particular environment. But, you know, again, like with any technology, really this isn't a magic bullet, you know, and implementation is really key. And, you know, a properly implemented uh, tokenization solution can reduce or remove the need uh, for a merchant to retain the PAN uh, in their environment once the initial transaction has been processed. Now, the recent breach of RSA tokens, of course, has raised a number of concerns about token security. How do you view those criticisms, and do you deem tokenization to remain a viable way to protect sensitive data, such as cardholder data? Yeah, well, you know, this paper is, is uh, you know, is focused, obviously, uh, on specific card data and the impact of tokenization technology in the, in the card payment environment. So it's specific to that. And with you know, as with any technology, uh, security issues are still going to come up and, you know, proper implementation and then more importantly ongoing maintenance and monitoring is always going to be important. So a couple of the key areas that we look at in the paper, you know, are, are areas that merchants need to make sure are addressed uh, with the specific solutions that they're choosing. So, uh, of course, ongoing monitoring, as I just mentioned, um, you know, ensures that the solution is, is using logging and monitoring and alerting uh, as appropriate to identify any kind of suspicious activity uh, that might be going on and enable you to initiate any kind of response procedures uh, that you've got. Another item uh, that we recommend is implementing a risk analysis process. So, you know, if you do a risk analysis process, you should do it not just before, but also during and after you implement a uh, tokenization solution. And one other big one is, is making sure that you have strong authentication and access controls in place, you know, for access to the tokenization system, whether it's tokenizing or detokenizing the data. You know, the authentication uh, credentials really must be kept secure, you know, and, and away from unauthorized access. Again, you know, all of these considerations are part of the existing PCI DSS, and uh, this guidance pretty much clarifies the impact of what a tokenization solution would be on your cardholder data environment. And that's a great point that you make, Bob, and I'm going to build on that discussion just a bit here to talk about some of these different layers of security and how tokenization falls into the greater scope of security. These new guidelines for tokenization um, are just one piece. They're just one piece of guidance in a series of security guidelines issued by the council. How does this new tokenization supplement actually complement the other supplements that the council has recently issued? Well, that, that's a great question, Tracy. So, you know, we're looking, we're looking at each one of these guidance documents uh, to be used as a layer uh, on top of PCI DSS, certainly to make uh, uh, to make you to make you more secure. You may re recall that we just released guidance uh, specific to uh, PCI DSS in virtualized environments not too long ago. So you know th these guidance documents are pretty much products of ongoing evaluation of various technologies that are out there, and more importantly, what the impact is on PCI DSS 
by using one of these technologies. And they're produced, very importantly, produced in conjunction with the PCI community, of course, namely our special interest groups. And the members of these you know, special interest groups, specifically on tokenization, the scoping, uh, played a huge role uh, in this particular piece of guidance. And you know, we rely on industry input to make sure that we're giving our stakeholders everything that they need. So these are all complementary. We're seeing you know, tokenized environments being used with point-to-point encryption, being used in virtual environments. So they all sort of mesh together. And you know, a- as a reminder, this certainly doesn't take the place of, of PCI DSS requirements. It's really meant to clarify you know what the uh, what the DSS is looking for, and give you the ability to add these specific technologies uh, in that context. Now, lack of industry standards for tokenization has been a concern for the council, and you noted this earlier in our discussion. How does the council hope to unify common industry standards and definitions surrounding tokenization? Yeah, well, you're absolutely right. There is no standard right now for tokenization. And and as I mentioned a little bit earlier, this document is really a starting point for merchants. As there's no standard, we sort of recognize, you know, that people are looking for guidance and what they need to be aware of when they're trying to uh, decide on which kind of tokenization solution uh, they're going to pick because, you know, as you know, there are many tokenization solutions out there, uh, all of which do things in a little bit different manner than the next. Uh, you know, uh, they're all good. They all have uh, merit, but they're all different. So, you know, this is something that the stakeholders asked for. And, you know, with these guidelines and their collaboration, you know, we're providing what we think is a really great first step and best practices to get them uh, sort of eased into this tokenization technology and and, uh, get it into their layered security. Now, the supplement also mentions best practices that merchants should consider when it comes to tokenization. Bob, can you tell us what some of those best practices are? Oh, sure. There There is actually a section uh, within the document that talks about you know some of the best practices as you said uh, and, and some recommendations for merchants so you know what much of it comes down to you know is just helping the merchant understand and ask the right questions to determine you know what kind of solution best fits their need when it comes to the securing their cardholder data you know so for example uh, we recommend that the merchant perform a risk assessment as part of their due diligence when they're selecting a tokenization service provider you know because there are different providers out there how are they storing tokens what are they doing with them how do you get the token is it encrypted all kinds of issues that you really need to consider uh, we also suggest that you uh, you know verify the adequacy of any segmentation controls that you've got you know if these controls aren't part of the supplied solution that you're getting from the tokenization vendor. Um, another thing we suggest is that you review logs, you know, uh, of the merchant's interaction with the tokenization systems, you know, process uh, what's going on there on a regular basis just to ensure that only users, uh, you know, and system components that are authorized to go out there and, and access this tokenization, detokenization process, if you will, are, are actually getting there. And, and these are just a few of the examples that are included in the guidance itself. But the bottom line, Tracy, is, uh, you know, again, no silver bullet here. If you think that uh, uh, that you're going to be done with PCI, you know, uh, DSS compliance, 
uh, by buying one of these solutions, you know, you're, you're, you're in for a rude awakening. Right. That's a good point. And before we close, Bob, what final thoughts about the guidance would you like to share generally? Well, in closing, you know, I just encourage your listeners to be sure to check out the guidance. You know, we're really pleased with this particular resource and the amount of work that's gone into it. You know, and as I said, I think it's a great starting point, you know, considering the use of tokenization within your environment. And so many people across the PCI community have been involved and collaborated on this. You know, it's so great to have all of these, uh, if you will, chefs in the kitchen helping us out. And you're talking about a mix here of not only vendors, uh, but merchants and, and uh, certainly uh, people from the card brands as well as, uh, as, well as uh, PCI people managing the process through. So a great collaborative effort and a, a great document uh, that came out of it. Bob, I'd like to thank you again for your time today. My pleasure. Again, we've just heard from Bob Russo, General Manager of the PCI Security Standards Council. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.